So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. I pulled Sammy to the side last night and I told him, I said, brother, you got it. I said, you got it. I said, I ain't blowing smoke up your ass. I said, I don't do this. If I pull you off and tell you something, I'm telling you because I see it. Hello, everybody. I'm Mac Davis, your host for the Wrestling Time Machine, right here on Sports Kita Wrestling, and of course, on Wrestle Binge on YouTube and anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Of course, with me as they are every single week, my very special guests, and these guys are two true legends in this business. First of all, he's a legendary pro wrestling journalist. He's got magazines named after him, kind of. Bill Apter. Hey, Bill. Thank you. It's great to be here. And by the way, I wanted to let, let everybody know we've gotten a fabulous response to this show. And you got it now. Time Machine could be yesterday. We're just yes. going backwards instead of going forwards. Yeah. So thank you all for getting that mentality. Yeah. Good. And our other co-host for this show is none other than the WWE Hall of Famer, Holla Holla Teddy Long. Hey, don't try to steal my holla holla, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I, got hey, brand, man. I got to brand you, Teddy. <laughs> yeah, I got you, man. Hey, man, thank you, thank you guys. I'm glad to be here this week. Thanks for having me. And um, let me say hello to Bill. You know, he's always a pleasure to have him here with us, man. And uh, we're going to get into some stuff later on. Bill and I had a chance to spend a lot of time uh, at the Monday Night Raw last night. So we'll talk about that later in the show. And Well, actually, let's, let's talk about it now. Let's, well, uh, let's bring I want to you a quick question, Mac. Teddy, sure. who's the best Teddy Long holla holla impersonator? Everybody does it. Have you caught one that was like, whoa? <laughs> no, I no, I haven't. <laughs> okay. I can't do it. Well, you know one. what? The one guy I really love to do it is Tony Chimo. Because oh, he, yeah. he he does he doesn't say holla holla. He says holler. <laughs> that Tony Chimo is good. I love him. Guys, instead of uh, starting off the show, the, the time machine, we'll get there and we'll crank that up a little bit later. We can't gloss over the fact that uh, you guys had a chance to witness Raw 30 live. How about uh, giving us a little insight to uh, how that day went? Teddy, you were there all day long because I know I talked to you about, that was about 11 o'clock in the morning, I think it was, around that time, about the time you were getting ready to head to the uh, the venue, right? Uh, yeah, well, uh, you know, I, I'm always great to, uh, you know, go back to the WWE. You know, that's my home. Okay, I, I put it like that. And uh, just to be able to see some of the guys that I had the chance to work with, you know, and see they're still around, had a chance to talk to Taker, uh, you know, seeing Triple H and all those guys, you know, a lot of it reminded me so much of the Attitude Era. Uh, a lot of segments that they did last night was kind of like the Attitude Era. So, I mean, I really enjoyed myself. I sat down, me and Ron Simmons and JBL, and we watched all the matches, and we, we just had a great time, man. Yeah, I saw you schmoozing with them and uh, Ted DiBiase and Mike Rotunda. And, uh, oh, yeah. 
Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I had a chance to work with Mike Rotunda when he was IRS. And, uh, you know, uh, 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 Jesus, what am I? I'm trying to think. Uh, what What's a kid, his kid that's doing? Bray? Uh, Bray White? Uh, yeah, Bray. Jesus Christ, I couldn't remember that to save my life. Uh, you know, I knew Bray when he was a little bitty baby, and uh, Mike Rotunda used to bring him to the arenas, and they had this rock wider dog that they owned. And that dog, and, and he would sit Bray down, and that dog would sit right there and watch Bray, and you better go nowhere near it, man. <laughs> so that, that's how long I've been knowing Bray Wyatt and Mike Rotunda, man. I saw you walking around quite a bit talking to the legends. The one guy that I didn't see you talking to, and I was wondering about this, is one of the people you managed way back when in WCW, that uh, Mark Callis, uh, The Undertaker. Mark Calloway. Yeah, did you get to talk with him? Yeah, well, me and Taker spoke at the hotel. I saw him yesterday morning, and we was all in the lobby. We was getting ready to leave for the arena. And uh, I had a chance to talk to him. I said, I, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, you know, they didn't have me at your Hall of Fame, you know, celebration. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I said, you know, so, but I do want you to know that, uh, you know, I appreciate everything you've done for me. And I appreciate you letting me be a part of your journey. How did he get to manage you? I mean, no, how did you get to manage him? Well, well that uh, been something, though, if he had managed Teddy, I can just imagine that scenario. <laughs> I, I bet you we'd have got over. I bet you would have. <laughs> Did you see the Undertaker going, holla? <laughs> yeah, the, well, the way I got a chance to manage Taker is uh, I, they brought him in, and uh, Paul, Paul Heyman was managing him at the time. No, no, that's not true. Uh, the way I got to manage him is I started with him, and uh, I had the team called the Skyscrapers. Right. And uh, well, Sid Vicious got hurt, and he had to step out for a while, and so they brought Taker in and made him part of the Skyscrapers. And then right after that, I went into managing him. He was mean Mark Callis. And now right. I remember after managing for a while, then I sold uh, Paul Heyman bought him. I sold his contract to Paul Heyman. Did you know he was going to be a, a superstar? Well, I always, yes, I did. I always knew that because when we were in WCW at the time, Ole Anderson was the guy that was doing the booking. Yeah. And Ole told Undertaker that, you know, he was he was too tall. He had red hair, never draw a dime. He wouldn't be nothing in the business, you know. And then I'm, I'm sitting there, you know, it's just unbelievable. And uh, so I'm just glad to see Taker certainly proved him and a lot of other people wrong. Went right on the WWE and one of the biggest stars ever in professional wrestling. So, yeah, I always, how can you not do what a guy with that size and that look how can you not you know if he's willing to do what he needs to do to make it happen then how can you not push him how can you not do something with him yeah, yeah. Well, let me ask you uh last night uh during raw 30 uh he seemed to me if, if there was ever a moment where i felt like the torch was passed i felt like last night he was doing that with bray wyatt in the ring as he left out. Bill, how did you feel about that? Well, that's I was just going to ask you that question because I know you were uh, home watching it in your uh, in your studio. Um, yeah, it was kind of like a, a passing of the torch. I yep. know that uh, he and Undertaker wrestled each other. I don't remember where or when, but when uh, Bray had a di different gimmick yep. there. But last night, the, seeing the two of them together, like nose to nose, and what did Undertaker whisper to him? Well, Bray Wyatt tweeted out earlier today or last night or two nights ago, depending upon when you're watching this, that that was the, the one specific moment in his career 
that he really felt like he had accomplished everything being, yeah. being with the undertaker well, i mean imagine you're sitting in the middle of that ring and undertaker comes over to you and he passes some words on to you and also in front of all those people all over the world not just there in, in the audience but all over the world now see that rub and that torch get passed over it, it to me it was a great way to tell a story because i can see this has always been Vince McMahon's creation, The Undertaker. Yes. And I've always been able to see the story that he was telling because it was so clear. And for Taker to do that is the thing that Taker would have done. So it was perfect for me to see that moment in the ring last night. Yeah. Well, my feeling about that, you know, this is professional wrestling. And until I know exactly what Taker said to him, then I'm, I'm going to just stay quiet until I know exactly what was said. I just... I, 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 they may never, I may never find that out, but I, I, I mean, I may and I may not because, like I said, this is wrestling. That could be part of the story. But I think when you when you pass the torch, there's a different way to do it. You know, I, we did it the old school way. You know what I mean? Maybe you yep. know. I, like I said, until we actually know what was said, then we can make that decision. You and I what? think that that will be a part of the story. I, I think that there's no way to leave that out of Bray's story because that's got to be something that the listeners and the watchers want to know. What well, did he say? That's why I like it. I like what yep. it, the way it happened. So there's a continuation. Yes. It's a mystery yes. now. You Absolutely. know? Yeah, it's a mystery. So I love it, man. That's why I, I so we're going to find that out because I believe it's part of the story. But I don't think it's the end of it. I think what's going to happen, not just will we. No, I mean he may have just said to him, "Listen to listen to these people," because the crowd went crazy. But I think in storyline, uh, I think the biker Undertaker might come back, um, maybe at uh, uh, Royal Rumble or maybe at WrestleMania, and do something not wrestle Bray Wyatt. But I don't know, maybe he'll mentor him or something. I don't know. What, what were your thoughts on him choosing the uh, biker gimmick to come out last night instead of uh, the Undertaker gimmick? Well, I like that part about it because I don't I really think that the Undertaker is that's coming back. I, I don't think that's coming ever coming back. I think that's done now. And for him to come out with the with the with the badass gimmick, the biker gimmick, one that he did try at one time, then they went back to being the Undertaker. But I think the Undertaker is really dead now. <laughs> yeah, so, I, think, uh, I, I, thought, I thought the American badass was one of my favorites. I liked Undertaker, but the American badass was a believable character, unlike the you know the and look the and, mysterious and, and, Undertaker. And once again, look at the size. He fits that perfect. Okay. Yes. With the him and the size, you know, that that's that's perfect. Bill, your reaction to last night's opening of the show. You're talking about Hulkster's microphone going dead? I'm sorry. No, that was the open of the show. Uh, but no, let's talk about that. How did that? <laughs> that poor guy, he came out there. You know, he had to be trying to remember all his lines and everything. No, and then his no, microphone's he's, he's not natural. working. He's, he's natural. He came out there and, you know, backstage, I saw him a few times. He was quiet. He was with his uh, lovely lady. And uh, I got to talk to him for a little while. And um, uh, when he got out there, Metamorphous. Hulk Hogan was out there. Well, you know something, Philadelphia. It just he it came right back. It was it was that it was wonderful, and the fans went crazy. They really went crazy uh, seeing him and and uh, Jimmy Hart. It was nice to see the two of them on camera together again. Teddy, yeah. did you get to talk to? Uh, I know you talked to Jimmy Hart. Did you talk to Hogan at all? 
Yeah, I talked to him for a little bit. Uh, he introduced me to the lady that you saw him with, and uh, he, he was telling me, he said, see, see, Teddy there, me and him, we go way back. I mean, way back. <laughs> so, yeah, I did get a chance to talk to him. That's How about great. the bloodline? Now, that's what I was talking about a minute ago when I mentioned the uh, the opening of the show. I was actually talking about the bloodline and that 30-minute uh, promo that they did. It was really compelling. I, I, that was uh, – the fans seemed to love it. Yes, uh, you were there. Were the fans eating that up as much as it seemed like on TV? We watched it together, actually. Um, Teddy, me, Ted DiBiase. Uh, um, uh, who else was standing there with us? There was one other guy. Oh, JBL. Uh, yeah, so we watched it together. And my take on this thing was, uh, and Vince Russo said this on one of the uh, uh, Sports Kita uh, podcasts too, that they did something really right with that thing. The, the, the way they worked this out, where one of the Usos who did not get along and didn't even want Sami Zayn in the bloodline came to his defense. I thought it was well done, well staged and, and brilliant. I really did. I want to say, I just want to real quickly pop in that moment on TV, because again, you're watching it, you know, from the back on TV. Is it Jay that came for the save? Is that who it was? Yeah. When Jay hopped up on TV, you don't see that until the last second he comes into the frame. It was filmed perfectly. They had to have known that spot and gone over it over and over again, because you didn't see that coming until just before he was about to, you know, to throw that thumb down and get uh, Sammy. It was all very spontaneous the way the whole thing and Sami Zayn's uh, face, the emotions that yep. he shows. Uh, my goodness, he has come such a, a long way, and it, it he just makes it. Uh, even though we know how wrestling works, you look at it and you go like, "This is this is real." Hey man, I swear, Bill, you must be reading my mind. I talked to Mac earlier before we started yep. the show. And I told him the same exact thing about Sami Zayn. And I pulled Sami to the side last night and I told him, I said, brother, you got it. I said, you got it. I said, I ain't blowing smoke up your ass. I said, I don't do this. If I pull you off and tell you something, I'm telling you because I see it. And I said, and I said the same thing you did. I said, I don't see that character in you. I see Sami Zayn. I said, you're just real. I said, and that makes it all a lot better when you're real. And I, I told him those words last night. And Sami Zayn's going to be the next big superstar, man. If they do the right thing, if they push him right. Well, let me ask you, because Sami Zayn has caught on really hot here, and we're getting in towards WrestleMania season. The plans, for a lot of cases, don't have Sami Zayn per, uh, facing Roman Reigns. That was not something that was up there. With all of this that's going with Sammy right now, the fans loving Sammy, and this reminds me of uh, maybe a little Daniel Bryan incident and stuff. Do you put him in that main event against Roman Reigns, or do you stick with the plans that you already have in place, which probably do not include The Rock? I would, I, I would stick with what they have. I love Sammy. The fans love him, but for someone to face. Uh, Roman Reigns, the size difference, um, just everything to me that it, it just wouldn't work properly. I couldn't see the two of them uh, in, a, in a main event, main eventing WrestleMania. See, I, I could because I can see the story being what's being sold. It's not the size uh -huh. of the men. And, and I think it's the story that maybe that people would buy into. Uh -uh. I see, no? it, it's too quick. 
Yeah. Too fast? Oh, okay. Yeah, it's too quick. You can't do that. You With Sammy working his way all the way to Roman Reigns, you got to build that. Okay, you got to build that. And so when that does happen, that has to mean something. Maybe so let them slime? build it. Let them build it. Let them take that. Sammy's got to get ready. Okay, yeah. Sammy still got a lot to learn and still got a long way to go. So let Sammy learn. Let Sammy get ready for Roman Reigns. See, that's you what happens to a lot of guys. They throw something together right away and just and kill the whole thing. You know so what? Let I them see. build that story. Get Sammy, get him over, let him build that, and then, you know, work his way yep. right into Roman. So when you do when that does happen, then the people want to see it. I see Sami Zayn and an Uso against Roman Reigns and another Uso. Yeah. I actually uh, thought last night that was gonna happen. That's what I thought was gonna happen last night. Well, well they're gonna get around all that. You know what I mean? You're gonna cause it's family. You see what I mean? So they oh, don't yeah. get around all that. That's what I mean about let it build. Let let them build that. Yes. What happens with Solo Sequoia? The, where, where do they go with him? Because he's like, he's like the man in the middle. He's the assassin of the Usos. Well, I think they'll find a, they'll find a spot for him. He ain't a bad worker either, man. This guy's great. Okay. Well, maybe, so maybe, I, maybe he plays along in that tag team instead of uh, Roman. Put him in the yeah. tag team. Well, you just never know what they're gonna do. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, because they'll they'll do something and change it at the last minute. So it's really hard to say. You know, we just have to just watch it. And, you know, and just watch the watch the story, and and we'll see where it goes. I want to bring up somebody that I saw last night wrestle, and not a lot of people talk about him. And he came out of NXT. But Teddy, you remember back in the days when the when guys were like monsters and fans were like afraid of them and everything. This kid Bronson Reed, the way yeah. he's built, the way he acts, the nasty personality. With me, he's going to be a monster heel. He's already doing that, but going up to the highest level because of the way he looks and he acts. Yeah, yeah, I agree. What were some of the biggest surprises for you guys last night? Mac. This is wrestling. Nothing surprises. Nothing surprises you. <laughs> I'll tell you. I'll tell you what did not surprise me last night. <laughs> yeah, was the pop for Teddy Long. Every time you pop up on one of those shows and one of those specials, the audience goes absolutely freaking nuts. Well, you know the the good part of that is, you know, I, I you stay away for a while, so you make them want to see you. You know, you yep. make me happy that you're back. So that's what I, I I'm glad, you know, that I'm not a regular person. I'm not on every week. You know, just I continue to do little stuff like that. That's fine with me. Well, whatever they want me to do, it's on them. And anyway, it's not my call. I would but, like uh, to see you. I'd like to see you come in and manage the street profits. Yeah, oh. well, I like I said, that's their call. Yep. You know what I mean? But like I said, I just appreciate all the fans. They show me love, you know, and so that's why when I get out there, I give them 100%. It was funny because uh, last night when you appeared on TV, you know, I'd put a thing up on my uh, Facebook page, and I started getting people sending me messages, and they're all saying, Teddy needs to be there every week. And I read that over and over and over again. You still have that charm, that spunk, that vibe. General manager. Yeah, I mean, you still have that energy. It has not gone away, and people can feel it and see it when you're on TV. Well, I'm a natural. I'm not a character. Yep. I'm me. Yep. 
<laughs> I'm me. I, when right. I'm doing, when I when I talk to people in the street, I see you. You guys have been with player this, player that, or you know what yep. I mean. I'm I'm me. So that's why I that's why I enjoy what I do because I'm being me. I ain't portraying nobody, and that's why I can do it so good because it's me. Yep. Right. <laughs> we talked about a, a surprise last night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brock Lesnar. Brock. Everybody thought Rock was going to be there. Yep. And instead, we got Brock, and the crowd went nuts. That that crowd last night just seemed to me like it was hot all night long. Well, and, 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 and speaking of what you were saying earlier about the big surprise with Brock, see how they that how they build that. You know, who would have thought he was going to come out there and cause Lashley? You know what I mean? See, yeah. see what I'm saying? That's that's yeah. attitude error right there. That's yep. right. Absolutely. <laughs> when he came out last night, I think somehow if if he's in the Rumble, if um. Uh, uh, Lashley is in the rubble. I think that there's going to be interaction between the two of them. But I don't know who, since Teddy, since you saw a lot of the talent last night, yeah. uh, who do you guys pick to win the Royal Rumble? Oh, uh, oh, uh, Os- Osmos, Omos, is that his name? Omos, yeah. that's who I predicted. Really? Yeah. I mean, he's got that size hmm. and that look, but he hasn't been proven yet. Well, we'll just have to see. But I mean, how, how do you not recognize a big guy like that? You know, you do. <laughs> you know, he may not win it, but I, you, like I said, we never know. So I predict. Oh, oh I, I predict him. Do you remember what people used to do with Andre though? At the beginning of the match, they'd all try and gang up and throw him over the ropes. I wonder if yeah. they're going to do that with Omos. Well, I mean, you'd have to, you know, that's it. That's yeah. part of it. You'd have to, you know, let's get the you get the biggest guy in the world out of here. Then we maybe got maybe the other guy's got a chance. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that they'll try to do that. Yeah. I, I think that uh, Cody Rhodes, uh, just storyline wise, I, I see Cody Rhodes probably being the one that wins that rumble. Um, although, part of me still thinks that there may be a mystery guest that wins that rumble. Who? I don't know. That, that's just it. I don't know who it would be. But I just feel I like there's a surprise in there somewhere that we haven't, you know, thought of yet. I agree with you. Yeah. That it's going to be Cody Rhodes because he's making the ultimate comeback. The fans are dying to see him against Roman Reigns. So leading to WrestleMania, the match between Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns the publicity, the marketing, and everything going toward that is just going to be at a fever pitch. Bill, let me ask you this, and I, I don't mean to kind of switch up topics, but I'm, you're our news guy here. What's the latest with The Rock right now? Where where does he stand on WrestleMania? The last I read over the weekend, he's pretty much saying he can't get ready in time. Well, from what I understand, and I don't know it for a fact, um, he's got so many other commitments. Mm-hmm with his business seven bucks promotion what i wanted the heck with the rock and wrestlemania i want to see the rock and his seven bucks promotion and they're involved with endeavor the ufc people if anyone's gonna partner or buy the wwe it's got to be with him involved that's the only way to keep that company out of the hands of what happened to wcw business people taking it and changing it to what they want to could last night, the Raw 30, have been one of the last of those type of shows for quite some time? Could we see changes in how things will be done from here on out? 
I, it, it sometimes it feels like why they 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 I don't know, but it feels like at times WWE likes to close chapters and move on and almost ignore things. Like when they did with uh, Triple H, The Undertaker, and HBK, they got to the top of the stage and they tried to basically close that chapter. They couldn't, but they tried. And there are times when I feel like they still try that now. I'd hate to think that the Attitude Era may be closed and they start opening up a whole new product under somebody else. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah. Yeah. Why buy a company that is successful? If it's broken, why fix it? Uh, well, you know what? To be on the real side, you know, you just never know, man. You just right. never know. I mean, I'm, I kind of agree with, with what Mag is saying. Somebody could come in, buy the thing, and screw everything up, you know, because yeah. they, we don't want it like that. This is how we want it. So that could happen. I don't know, but I don't see it happening. But like I said, we, we just never know. Well, let me ask, because I, I meant to ask this question last week. I'll ask it right now. Why? are they selling the product? Why is it so important that they sell this product right now? Why did that come up? We don't yeah. know if they're really selling it. We don't. I, I, we have, we, we, will, we, we have no idea. We right. will, we'll, we'll maybe find that out what after it's sold, but we don't know what's going on behind Even the scenes. It's sold. I, and the only thing I can figure is that this just happens to be the perfect time and a perfect storm for them to sell the company. But otherwise, I, I couldn't understand why. I mean, you're not like you're losing money. You know, the company's being, you know, as successful. So, you know. Like I said, they, 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 we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. Yeah, this could just be to uh, ramp up uh, attention. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah that's, remember what I said. This is wrestling. Right? <laughs> Four times repayment. You know what? I, I was going to buy the company, but my credit card was maxed out. Yeah, yeah I, got, I got a notice about that. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, look, um, with the Royal Rumble this weekend, uh, is there anyone that you can see popping in that maybe that uh, could be a surprise for that show that we haven't talked about? Well, I'm trying uh, to think. Like CM Punk. Is that still a possibility? And people still think it, but I, CM Punk still is under a contract, is he not, with AEW? I don't think whether he is or isn't. And I'm, I don't know. Isn't I don't know either, but I don't think... Uh, he's primed to be there. I really don't. First of all, him being a surprise, it, it would work more if they announced that CM Punk is coming back and he's going to be in the Royal Rumble. That would draw more attention than him being a surprise, in my opinion. Well, I, you know, I'd look at it different. I'd like for him not to be a surprise. I'd like for him just all of a sudden and fuck, there he is. Now you got something to go right into Monday Night Raw with. You come right out of that and you go right into Raw and I mean you got them hooked now and they're waiting to see if when he comes out on Raw what's going to happen right there. Yeah. I'd leave it a mystery, man, and make give that big shot. You got them. Now Monday Night Raw, they're hooked. They're waiting on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you I, feel I, that I he's going he's, he's to be part of uh, WWE at this point? So is there anybody that we're not thinking of, Bill? I mean, Japanese-wise, maybe. New Japan Pro Wrestling. Any surprises that maybe we should be looking out for? Wouldn't it be great if the great Muda, who's on his uh, retirement tour, winds up in the Royal Rumble? Stop it, Bill. Oh, no. stop, stop it. <laughs> Please stop it. <laughs> I just said, wouldn't it be great? Yeah, just stop it, man. <laughs> there's, nobody, there's nobody that I can see... Uh, out there, maybe they'll. What we're not thinking of is there might be some people uh, from NXT 
that that's true that's true and i don't keep up with nxt as much as i used to back when they were the uh the black and yellow brand i preferred it much better back then but uh the now we got the um rick steiner's his son braun breaker yeah him to be in this thing i think that would be fantastic and he's he reminds me so much of Scott too, boy. I you, he's got so much Scott in him. Even oh, though Scott's not his father, he's got a lot of Scott in him in wrestling. But you know what? What a great storyline would be is that I mean, he's a big guy. He's like Roman. He's a big guy. For him to win this and have his father and, and his uncle in his corner, and I just, you know, everybody remembers the Steiner brothers. Bill, you're uh, oh, you're. you're your final thoughts on uh, WWE Raw. Tell me about your final thoughts on that and how you thought last night went. Oh, I, I think it was uh, it was a, a new era in a good way, so to say, because the energy that the legends brought back to that inspired all the younger wrestlers, the current group, to be like the legends. It, it, it was it, I thought it was an excellent three hours. I really did, and this and the cream on the crop. At the end, for Brock, Barack Lesnar to come in, I thought it was fabulous. Teddy, how about you? I, I agree with everything that Bill said. Great show, man. I mean, I like I said, me and John and, and, and Ron, we sat down and we watched all the matches. And, man, I mean, everything was great. I really enjoyed myself. I really didn't want to leave. I, I enjoyed watching everybody yeah. perform. So it was Teddy, really if, if the Undertaker comes back in the biker gimmick and they want to, they offer you the job as his manager, you you in? Oh, well, it's whatever Taker wants. All right. <laughs> Bill, anything coming up we need to talk about for you? Uh, any uh, shows or anything coming up? I've been booked for a, uh, uh, a show, a convention in, uh, Ch- I don't remember how to pronounce it, Chilohe, Ohio. Chilohuchi? Chilohuchi in uh, March 13th. Teddy? Tell yeah. us about where you're going to be. You got a, what you said, we got to, actually, you and I are going to be somewhere in May uh, with the big Hall of Fame in St. Louis. Um, and you're going to be somewhere else, I believe, in March, aren't you? I think March the 5th. I'm going to be in Rockwood, Tennessee at the Rockwood High School. Big show up there, big fundraiser. I'm going to go up there and see if I can help those guys out. Well, wait and- a minute. Wait, this brings something else up. I was going to connect Mac with Herb Simmons uh, to get him booked for st louis it's happened yeah we already got that done player yeah no. we're, yeah we're, yeah it's, 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 it's hooked up and we're ready to go uh we actually had a chance to speak with nick uh and he was on our road trip show which by the way you can check uh, teddy and i out with our other show road trip after hours uh that is on youtube it drops every friday we hope you'll join us and subscribe like share and we're giving away prizes very soon and i mean very very soon so right. be listening and watch it and Bill, I had a chance to talk to Herb too. Oh, that's great. That's I great. talked yeah. to Herb and I told him, I said, when he get a little closer, you know, that uh, we'd like to have him on our show on the road trip after hours. That's yeah. fantastic. Herb is one of the most straight up people in this business. Yes, he is. He always has been. Yeah. Super yeah. nice guy. Really nice guy. Yeah, I got a message right after we did that interview, Teddy, and uh, from Herb, and he sent me a message and I was letting me know how much he appreciated that. I was okay. supposed to be there, but that's my... Uh, Wedding anniversary weekend, and uh, my wife won't have any part of. Oh yeah, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you gotta make hey, that man. wife happy. Yeah, do what you gotta do. 
Now, I'll, also, take to I'll take it to wrestling at New York instead. So. And right. Teddy and I have something else that we're working on that we'll be announcing soon. Uh, that's another big event that'll be taking place uh, later this year. So uh, we'll announce that as soon as everything is finalized and the ink is dry. Other than that, I think that's it. Anything you guys need to talk about before we go? No, no. I, I want to get in on this thing. You got to tell me what it is, one of these. Things. Oh, yeah, of course I will. On the next show, we'll let you know exactly what it is. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't, Stay tuned. Yeah, we don't even know. <laughs> Teddy's going, what is he talking about? Yeah, we, <laughs> I, a, we don't even know. It's a good I, thing, I, wanna, I promise. What I do want to say, though, is I want to thank all the people that are following us on WrestleBinge at Sportskeeda. And uh, uh, thank you all for following me since I've been with Sportskeeda for almost a year and a half now. So, yeah. yeah. Look, I, I don't mean to make this go longer, but I got to do this. The Sports Keto Awards that are coming up, Bill, tell us a little bit yeah. of information about that. Well, we're uh, assembling a uh, panel, uh, an exclusive panel of uh, people who will be um, uh, our special panel on this thing. And then the fans are going to be able to vote for, you know, like Wrestler of the Year, Tag Team of the Year, and other categories. And we had over 100,000 uh, people vote last year so we're in the process of putting the panel together currently and i've already got a commitment from uh, mark henry and a bunch of other guys to be on the uh because oh, the these are people who watch wrestling 24 7 so that's part of the dave lagreca uh busted open program gotcha you gotta watch every single second of it that's you gotta it. know what's going on that's it. <laughs> All right, guys, we are out of time unless there's something else. Teddy, you got something else? No, I got nothing else. All right, well, that means I get to go eat some dinner. My wife got dinner ready. I can smell it cooking right now. I am Mac Davis. That is legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill Abder and WWE Hall of Famer Teddy Long. And this has been the Wrestling Time Machine. I think deep down inside, I know I can only speak for my son. I can't speak uh, for Dwayne, The Rock. Uh, but I think, John, as you saw on SmackDown, there's still a lot of wrestling left in John Cena. Hello, everyone. For the After Chat, this is Bill After, and you can see this guy, right? Can we see you? You can see me now. Yeah, we can. You are the father of your John Cena's dad, John Cena Sr. So uh, welcome to the After Chat. It's been a long time. It's been an honor. Thank you very much for asking me on. My honor, too. Thank you for uh, for agreeing. So um, because we're taping this, and I'm not sure when it's going to be run, uh, re- we'll say recently... Your son came back on SmackDown, and uh, tell us about this. Did, did he call? How did you find out, and what did you think of his performance? One, I, I didn't get a phone call. Oh. I, found, I found out I was doing a wedding. I'm a JP. I do weddings, and somebody in the wedding party said, so you're going to watch your son Friday night on SmackDown? I said, what? He's going to be on SmackDown in a tag match. So right after that, I started getting emails and texts from some of the fellows and ladies that I work with on the in the in the wrestling indie scene. And so that's how I found out that John Cena Jr. was gonna be in a tag match on SmackDown. Um, yeah. I did see the match, and I have to tell you something. 
I thought that that was a well uh, put together match. Yep. I thought that everybody involved in that match did exactly what they needed to do to put that match over. Yep. And I thought the ending was appropriate. Seth, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kevin Owens yes. uh, and Sammy, Sammy Zayn. And yep. I thought that was great. That was great. So what, um, uh, so we don't know as of when we're taping this, but uh, my feeling, this is my feeling, and we've talked about this on the phone when we were setting this up. Uh, do you think this is leading to uh, John Cena possibly coming into the uh, Royal Rumble? I would believe maybe, because I think, uh, like you do when we spoke, I think that this is the road to WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. I really do. I think that uh, regardless of what other people may think, uh, I think on the same lines that you do, that it will end up being a three-way. Uh, your son, Roman Reigns, and? Wayne Johnson, The Rock. It doesn't matter what his name is. Yeah, that would, well, you talk about um, box office, both uh, live and uh, worldwide on uh, Peacock, the WWE Network, and every place. I mean, sponsors, that would be one of the greatest events in the history of our business. I would agree with that. I, you know, I, I follow the product here and there, and I think that it's heading in the right direction. The storylines are beginning to make an awful lot of sense. And I think this is the beginning. And I agree with you that I think, yes, we might see him at the Royal Rumble. And I, I feel pretty good about WrestleMania. So you, you, your, your, your guess, like mine, is he's Royal Rumble, he wins the Royal Rumble, and somehow Rock, who may not be in the Royal Rumble, uh, gets to be the uh, third man in that in the ring at WrestleMania. I'm sure that um, the Rock will find some way to make this happen because you know um, Roman Reigns has been looking forward to taking on the Tribal Chief. Yeah. So I think I think it's got to happen. How it happens, I don't know. Whether there's going to be a clash once the rumble goes well, on. Wait, wait, you, you said that Roman Reigns is looking forward to. He says he's the tribal chief. You're no, saying the but Wayne Johnson to take on the tribal chief. Gotcha, gotcha. Yep. So um, I think that you know, I, I think it may be a case of Cena jaw jockeying with with Reigns, and then we hear that it doesn't matter what you think. Yeah. yeah. And the Rock is here and so somehow they'll set that up it'll be a three-way whether it's elimination to get the rock in or whatever but i think as you think it will probably be one of the best that we've seen in quite a while so you have um one wrestler and two movie stars it's amazing i think, that, I think deep down inside i know i can only speak for my son i can't speak uh for Dwayne the rock uh but i think john as you saw on smackdown there's still a lot of wrestling left in John Cena. Oh my goodness! I I'll tell you the I when he came out, um, the electricity that he generated to the fans and it came right back to him was absolutely amazing. Was he like that when he was growing up? Was he a performer all the time? Did... I would have to say yes. Okay. Uh, I would have to say that he was very entertaining. So we, we uh, I, I first met you and he back in the days of Ohio Valley Wrestling. Um, this whole thing uh, with the movies that he got into, what was your uh, reaction when you saw the first uh, 
when you went either on uh, cable or to the movies, what was your first reaction about seeing your son is now a movie star? I went to the movies to see The Marine. Oh. Uh, that was the first movie he made. Yeah. Uh, that was a WWE production, I believe. Yes. Uh, and I think a lot of people misinterpreted what that was really supposed to be like. That was a takeoff on an Arnold Schwarzenegger action movie, as you could tell by some of the, the things that were done in there. Um, I'll tell you, I, when I found out that he was going to do the movie, I found out it was being filmed in Australia. Yes. Um, my comment was, how are you going to do that? And I guess from what I hear, and I, I, you might be able to bear this out, but I believe he finished the wrestling show, jumped a plane, went down and filmed, then jumped a plane, came back and wrestled, went back and forth until the movie was complete. Did a that, lot of his own that's stunts. That's what wrestlers do. <laughs> yeah, he did a lot of his own stunts. And I'll tell you, I was really impressed with what I saw for the first time out. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I was very proud of him for taking that step. Um, for somebody who, and you know, when you really match the two up, you take professional wrestling and you take um, the big screen, it's kind of like they go together. You, you know, entertainment is entertainment, whatever form you, you produce it in or, or do it in. I just think it's a different type of entertainment when you hit the squared circle um, versus, you know, you're out there in front of, I know when I, I did the thing with Randy Orton, we're out there in front of what? 20,000 people and oh, when you millions were of viewers. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Yep. And yeah, I remember it too. And then, <laughs> and then uh, when you get to the movie screen, <clears throat> excuse me, it's sure. kind of like you're dealing with a whole different gender where, or, or genoa, because um, there you are with people on set. Yeah. There's no fans, no screaming, no yelling, and you have no idea what the overall reaction is going to be when oh. that product's complete. Yeah, but I, I'm sure he was absolutely thrilled out of his mind to get that uh, uh, with a lot of the fans uh, doing the uh, uh, Let's Go Cena, Cena Sucks. It came right back. It came right back. <laughs> what is, and you being uh, um, a, a former wrestler, a manager. Still out there, still out there. What name do you use in the business? I use John Cena Sr. or Johnny Fabulous. Johnny Fabulous, that was it. And what makes you so fabulous? Well, it's good to be great, but it's always good to be fabulous. Yes, so, yes. Uh, great to be fabulous. But, you know, that name was was kind of uh, a shot in the dark. I, I remember going out for Knuckles Nelson down at Star Wars Wrestling uh, to bring a ring announcer. And um, Knuckles said, great, you sound good, but I think I might have someone. And I said, no problem. Uh, you know, I'll find some, you know, another. And he said, no, no. He said, I'm looking for a heel manager. Yeah. And I said, well, if we do that, you know, what name will we use? Obviously, you can't use Johnny Cash, Johnny Money. I said, it's going to be fabulous. He said, Johnny Fabulous, the meanest guy in the business. So since both you and I are old school, you know, we still try and protect the business. Yep. We were talking about the, uh, the marriage of uh, movies and wrestling because they're both entertainment. You know, years ago, we couldn't say that to anyone. Now, when people say... You know, I'll plug my book here, of course, is Wrestling Fixed. I didn't know it was broken. I but, need a uh, copy of that. Yeah, what's that? 
I'd like a copy of that. Oh, email me your uh, uh, email me your address. So text. No, me I'll buy it. I'll be glad to purchase it from you. No, 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 no. I'll send it to you. Not a problem. All right. After we're done, I'll email it to you. Thank you. If people would like to order a copy. It's available on Amazon. Is wrestling. It's been out seven years, actually, and the best story in it, in my opinion, is when I put Jerry Lawler and Andy Kaufman together, and that created that the most magnificent entertainment and pro wrestling angle ever in the history of the business. And I was part of that. I'm thrilled. But when, when people ask you these days, um, is it just a show? Are you honest? And you say, yeah. I think what I say to them is that we have a bunch of professional athletes in a, in a, in a, a situation where it's an entertainment type of result and, and presentation. But to be an athlete, you must. There's no way. And I, you and I have been around the business for a while. And I defy anybody to get in that ring and do what these young men and women do in that ring in the amount of time allotted. There's a lot of things going on. And, you know, when people get injured in that business, you've seen it. I've seen it. I've been injured. Um, John certainly has. Um, you know, I think people misunderstand what it's all about. But yeah. yet we still get 18,000 people into an arena. That's right. That's right. So before we go, if your son is watching this interview, look into the camera and give him what your old school advice would be uh, if this winds up Royal Rumble and going to WrestleMania. What, would, what advice would you give him? Be yourself. Do what you've always done. Be the man you are. Get out there. And I know you'll do what you always do. 150%. Whatever happens, happens. All right. Where can people find you on uh, social media? I have a website out there. I believe it's still up. Um, I'm on Twitter. Um, I, if they what, can't, what is I, your Twitter? What's your Twitter handle? Real John Cena. Okay, that's you. All right, not the fake one. That guy. The real. Well, you know, I had that problem. We had to redo that Twitter account um, because there were several other accounts out there that were John Cena Senior. Johnny Fabulous. Uh, and also I have my my website out for Justice of the Peace in case anybody wants to get married. Right. I mean, yeah, I'm there. Um, yep, on Facebook. So, yeah, I'm not on Facebook. That's the one place I'm not. Uh, but I do I do have that website. And I believe the Johnny Fabulous, my wrestling website, um, is still up. I can't say that for sure. But if you just Google John Cena Sr., You'll find a lot of imagine, stuff. Can you people imagine getting uh, married with uh, by uh, John Cena Senior? That that'd be. I know you've done that before. I was at one of them. I've done a. I I did one uh, New Year's Eve, as a matter of fact. Oh really? Wow. Yeah, we had a great time with that. I've actually done weddings where the finale uh, is uh, the two belts, and right. and instead I say, please welcome the new Mister and Mrs. After you turn around, she has Duyasi's belt, somebody has John's belt, and I say, because God bless them, the champs are here. And it so goes if over. I, if I get if I get married for the ninth time, you're you're in. <laughs> if you get married for the ninth time, you're uh, gonna have to shake your head. <laughs> well, one and a half times, we'll say that. Uh, no, I was Long once was enough for me. I, I will, I'll never do it again. Send me your uh text me your a home address and I will send you a copy of his wrestling fix and the answer is Honor. I didn't Thank know you. it was broken yeah that isn't broken I think you just fixed it and somewhere in here 
um, well, we have another minute or two, is a picture of uh, me with uh, that that kid of yours. <laughs> this phone call that I'm not taking is from uh, Ben at WWE. Oh, you should take that. Would you like to say hello to him? I'll say hello to anybody you want me to. Oh, Ben's I a big guy. Yeah, you know, he's calling you, not me. Ben's, no, no, I called him an hour ago before we did this. And uh, I just want to see if I can find that photo. But no, I'll gladly uh, send it to you. Your John Cena Jr. moment. What was it? I guess the day he won the heavyweight championship. Yeah, the first time. Yep, um, that was kind of like, wow. Yeah. Um, I, I, yep. And then, you know, it, it, a lot of people, like I say, I love that little chant. You know, I have a little antidote with that. I was in Boston Garden and here they are, they're all saying, you know, let's go Cena, Cena sucks. And there were five guys behind me and they're all saying the same thing. Cena sucks. Let's go see. Cena sucks. There he is. There he is. Yep. Yep. I got to tell you this, it's kind of a trap. That's a good book. His name's Bill After. I was sitting there one day and along he came. He said, listen, Cena, someday you'll be in the Hall of Fame. I said, what do you say? What's your name? After boy, that's my name. You'll see me here on the after chat. Don't forget to tune in. Now that's enough about that. Wow, I like your speed. I like your style, but you'll pay so cheap. I won't be back for a while. Got to do my one of the summer. Great to see you again. Same We're here, Bill. Recording here. Um, but I always ask people uh, as we're signing off, if I can find the uh, stop recording button to point out at the camera, if you don't mind. And we'll see you at the matches. Thank you, John.